With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 104.9 AM 1260 and HornFM.com with the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, oh, oh. wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Oh, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, you had better wake them up, get them up, get them going. Might have been woken up overnight by the uh, thunderstorms rolling through, hail and high winds and uh, lightning like crazy. Thunder, of course, comes with lightning, but uh, that storm's going to move on out of here early this morning, and it should be a beautiful Thursday morning in Austin, Texas, so get them up and get them going. It's Thursday. That means it's a buck-off Thursday on B&E. Every single week, you get to decide who has earned a pat on the back, who has earned a kick in the hindquarters. It's your right, and you can hit us on the Specs text line with those buck-offs at 337-3776. Also, all over our social media, wherever you find us on Twitter and Instagram, everywhere, hit us with a buck-off. We will certainly deliver it for you as we launch a Thursday morning. It's a busy one for sure. Down go the Milwaukee Bucks. How about the Miami Heat last night? We'll dive into a quadruple header of NBA playoff action last night. We've got baseball, Astros. Finishing off quite the uh, road trip. Might have jump-started their early season with another win last night. Rangers frustrating in Cincinnati. We've also got football, of course. The NFL draft is about 13 hours away. Carolina will be on the clock, and we'll begin to get some clarity in this uh, ultra-muddy and uncertain first round of the 2023 NFL player draft. Uh, looking forward to that as well, and we'll preview as we go, and we'll get you into your Thursday. Buck-ons and buck-offs. Early bird always gets the worm. We appreciate you being there. Whether you're on 104.9, could be 101.9 FM, AM 1260, and of course, always digitally. Take us wherever you go on that Horn app. Just download it to your smartphone. It's absolutely free. Always on your smart speaker at home and work. And always, Mr. Godbolt, streaming for you live and local right there on our website with the Twitch channel. You can watch the shows, of course at hornfm.com. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Hood, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do. It is appreciated, and we do appreciate it each and every day, and be safe out there. And last night was uh, quite the uh, lightning show out at my place. I was looking at um, some pictures online, KXAN, the website there, the news. They've got pictures of... People with like golf ball or bigger size hail out in your neck of the woods out yeah, in Dripping was, Springs, Pound Town, getting pounded. Yeah, the rain was coming down pretty hard. I didn't get any. I didn't get any hail. I just got lightning and yeah, you lots heard of thunder. You have, you, have a, you have a metal roof, right? No, it's just a high roof. I believe me, and it's, you would have heard it though. I would have heard it up top there. Yeah, I Ooh. was. I was trying to trying to sleep through that. I went to bed early and thinking, you know what? 
I think I can make it through this. Not so fast. That lightning lit up my entire house. Yeah, it was a big time storm. Uh, big time storm rolling through. There's another chance Hope of another one of the, safe. Another one of those bad boys rolling through here tomorrow night, Friday night, not tonight. Looking good all day today, but another uh, round of severe weather could be coming through right around dinner time. Friday night, it looks like at this point, but uh, should be all clear today. Could have a residual shower or two this morning uh, on your commute, but then by noon, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, the numbers started to warm up a little uh, up bit. To about again. 78 degrees. Should be a nice yesterday day. Yesterday was humid. Well, man, yesterday was like a Houston area yeah. Gulf Coast sauna. It was so muggy, and, and you could almost feel the storm coming. You know what I mean? Uh, that's typically my, high, the my hibiscus looked fantastic as they oh, were all man. lit up different colors. It was, the day. it was rolling through. You could kind of feel that thing moving through and coming, and it did overnight. So uh, we'll get you rolling on a Thursday. Glad you're with us. It's going to be a lot to get into, a lot of conversations to be had. And, of course, your buck-ons and buck-offs, who has earned those, including Steve Sarkeesian. He was down at the Touchdown Club of Houston yesterday uh, speaking to the donors and the uh, Longhorn fans in the great city of Houston. We'll get some thoughts, including what he had to say about Arch Manning and uh, the Longhorns' opportunity here in 20 and 23. We'll get into some Texas football, the NFL draft. How are you feeling on uh, draft day itself? And, you know, you know, I did watch some highlights of my my movie, Draft Day. I didn't have to go watch the whole film. I could go to, like, the, the YouTubes and just watch the highlights of uh, Kevin Costner in Draft Day. <laughs> Is he going to go with the quarterback? Is he going to go with the uh, defensive end out of Ohio State? Love that film. Draft well, all I can say is congratulations to all these young men and their opportunities. I mean, this is what they've, they've been looking forward to for a long, long time, whether you're drafted in the first round or you're a free agent pick to go and play at, a, at any team. I mean, that's, this is a long-time dream yeah. for probably 90, 95% to or close to 100% of kids that play the game of football. This is where they all think they're going to be. This is the well, – and these, these guys will at least given a chance, will be given a chance. Well, certainly tonight, because those yeah. are your first 31 picks. Absolutely. And, you know, as you said, to be For the next 72 to, hours, to it'll be, one be of the fantastic. Few, for the one of the few invited to even be a part of a team, right? To be give a chance as a free agent is a, mm-hmm. is a rare uh, accomplishment in that sport. And to be picked in the first 31 picks, which, you know, we talk about the top five and top ten, it kind of minimizes just how incredible it is. To and be how hard the, it is. How difficult that is to be one of the first 30 picks of any draft. Um, of all the football players in all the country that play from Pop Warner on up to uh, to hear your name called, you know, early tonight or at any point tonight is quite the honor. But uh, Carolina on the clock, Houston still a lot of speculation about where they're going. Let's dive into your headlines to start your Thursday morning. We'll take your opinions, your your team, and your pick where they're going tonight in round one. Uh, some teams, including the Texans, have two picks in round one: Detroit, Seattle, Philadelphia. All with a couple of picks tonight. Miami Dolphins do not have a pick tonight. They, uh, of course, forfeited that for tampering. Uh, so a lot to get into. Let's start with your headlines, though. Trending topics, including the stunner in Suds City last night. UBO Business Services brings it to you. Yes, yeah, stunner. First round of the NBA playoffs. Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat have staged a, staged a second straight fourth quarter rally and then took out the top seed of Milwaukee Bucks in overtime. Uh, they were down 15 entering the uh, fourth quarter last night, rallied, rallied all the way back. And after his 56-point performance in Game 4, Butler came back with 42 more last night, including an incredible bucket late that sent the game into overtime. His Heat become the first play-in team to win a playoff series ever and the fifth eighth seed overall to knock off the top overall seed in NBA history. We're resilient. Uh, we were down late. 
It seemed to be that way a lot during this series. We stayed with it, got some stops, made some huge buckets, and stayed together. That's it. Stayed together. What a performance there. The Miami will now face the New York Knicks, who advanced to the second round as well last night. They took out Cleveland in five games, went it last night 106-95. In the West, Memphis avoided elimination and forced their series the Lakers back to L.A. with a 116-99 win in Game 5. And a thriller last night, late last night, saw Golden State. Warriors go into Sacramento, take down the Kings, 123-116. Steph Curry scored 31. Draymond Green off the bench at a 21. That's his highest scoring output in five years uh, in, the, in the win. They take a 3-2 lead in that series, headed back to Golden State. Now, one other note in the NBA, Rockets officially introduced their new head coach down in Houston, Ime Udoka is taking over there, the former Boston Celtics coach. Major League Baseball last night, speaking of Houston, Astros finished off an ultra-impressive road trip with a 1-0 win in Tampa. Hunter Brown and two relievers combined on a two-hit gem. Houston takes the rubber game of that series. They wrap up trips to Atlanta and Tampa with a 5-1 record. Those teams are combined 36-5 against anyone but Houston this season. Rangers wrapped up a frustrating three-game set in Cincinnati with a third straight late loss. Reds third baseman Nick Senzel hit a walk-off two-run homer in the ninth inning for a 5-3 win. Del Diamond last night Round Rock rolled Albuquerque 8-2. First round of the NFL draft is set for tonight in Kansas City is where it will take place. Carolina Panthers are on the clock with the top overall selection. They are expected to take Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. Houston has the second pick. Anybody's guess what they're planning to do? Speculation all over the place. One thing is certain tonight, one of the most ignominious droughts in the history of Texas football will come to an end. Former Longhorn running back B. John Robinson will be drafted. In the first round, all prognostications could say he could go anywhere from the 8th pick all the way down to the Cowboys at 26. When his name is called tonight, he'll be the first Longhorn drafted in the first round since 2016 and the first Texas offensive player picked in the first round since the Tennessee Titans took Vince Young with the third pick all the way back in 2006. That is the longest such drought in school history. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. I says, hey, Bucky, when you make, uh, you should make hibiscus tea out of your flowers when they fall off. Good stuff. Really? Never yeah. thought of that. It says the guys up here in Waco, we were dealing <laughs> with grapefruit-sized hail. Yeah, I wow. saw some of those reports last night. Grapefruit-sized hail. That's some serious. You can do some serious damage with big old uh, orange and grapefruit-sized pieces of ice falling from the sky. I hope everybody made it through. Yeah, it was one of those storms that you know spanned the uh, area, coming from west to east and uh, bringing bringing a pretty good sock last <laughs> night. So buck on if you made it through that safely. Uh, also, buck on to the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler. I mean, this is shades of the Michael Jordan kind of stuff last night. What he was doing. Carrying his team. I mean, uh, the bucket at the end of that regulation where they have under a second and he gets this tip in. It was terrible defense by Milwaukee, by the way. But a tip in, you know, it was one of those where they, the, uh, you, you went to bed early. It was like an out of bounds pass from the side, Buck, and Butler was There's under the There's not much time left not in the clock, time. right? I mean, it's a catch and shoot. You don't have time to land and go back up. Was I mean, that point five last night? Well, it was like right at one second. And so we had about. Right at right at a second to get it off. Wow! So he caught it and, and on his way to the ground, put it up off the back uh, into the basket. Uh, you know, clock. You know, they go to overtime. Now they're going to OT and in OT. They win it uh, and buck off to the Milwaukee Bucks in in the down two in overtime. They don't even get a shot off in a, in a final opportunity. I mean, their season most wins in the you know, anybody in the league in the regular season. The one seed didn't get it off. Didn't even get a shot off. Uh, it was a terrible offensive set. Mike Budenholzer, their head coach, didn't call a timeout. And obviously they're going to be talking about that all offseason. How do we not even get a bucket? I mean, get a shot off. We got we got Giannis. We got good good offensive players. And um, Grayson Allen kind of ran through the lane and really didn't realize what, what the clock was. 
and the clock just without it getting a shot off, the, the uh, it hits triple zeros, and the Buck season is over. The Heat will advance to play the Knicks, and uh, who knows, man? As long as Jimmy Butler's playing like that, look out. Yeah, I mean he's got a lot of energy. They have the Knicks in the next round. Yep, this weekend they'll start Sunday in New York. In New York, because of course the Heat are going to be the lower seed against anybody they play as the eighth seed in the right. first ever play-in team. Right, they had to play in through that play-in tournament, which is a new addition. Get to the next round. Yeah, just to make the playoffs. They had to play their way in, and then they become the fifth, eighth seed to knock off a one, and the Heats are moving forward. Great win for Golden State last night. Uh, they went on the road and beat Sacramento, and we said they're going to have to win a road game at some point. Golden State's been a horrible road team all year, but uh, the heart of a champion there with the Warriors. Well, Draymond getting 21 and playing D. Dray- if Draymond gives you 21, yeah, you're that's probably the most gonna... he scored in five years, as we yeah. said. That's... You know that's the heart of a champion. That's yeah, that a dude gave that, a clinic down below. By the way, he was he was special underneath the basket. Now Chris Bennett is said. By the way, Chris Bennett, who listens to our shows and all of our shows, and we appreciate him so great. He lives out in the Great Northwest, so it's what is it four o'clock there? And he's already got a text into us at six twelve this morning, so that would be four twelve his time. Thank you, CB. But he says, "Buck off to the Greek freak for what he said in the post game." Ty, do we have what the Greek freak said in the post game? Yeah, he, you know, he he was very little literal with a. Uh, with a reporter, we'll play that for you coming up. But obviously a disappointing loss, but he was not willing to call it a failure of a season. And he'll explain that for you coming up. You're either winning or you're learning. Here it is. This says, guys, the prognosticators are wrong. Bijan will not drop all the way down to 26. I agree with that. No. But if you look at mock drafts and opinion, it, some think he could still be there for the Cowboys. I don't believe that's true. I don't think Bijan makes it out of the top 10 tonight, as we've discussed over and over again. But uh, we will certainly dive back into that. This has Falcons fan in Fort Worth hoping they pick Bijan. I think that's the first most likely scenario with the eighth pick in the first round. The Atlanta Falcons certainly could gobble up. And it's not going any further than 10. Uh, Yeah, Philadelphia at 10. That's all the buzz. Um, It's it's angling that way for Cowboys fans, which is going to be a miserable situation to have one of your favorite players now playing for one of your least favorite teams if you're a Cowboys fan and a Longhorn fan. Let's hear from Giannis after the game. Uh, Disappointed, obviously. Season ends. He suffered a back injury early in that series and missed a couple of games, but was back for the the final two in which Jimmy Butler just Herculean in the the fourth quarter and in those games to get the heat through. And uh, here's Giannis afterwards. But uh, I'm curious for you, do you view this season as a failure? (sighs) Oh my god. Uh... Okay, because I'm not that up. We, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay, uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right. So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able I don't know. Um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. You know, and if you've never... I don't, know, I, don't want to, I don't want to make it personal. So, there's always steps to it. You know, um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championships. The other nine years was a failure? That's what you're telling me? No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports is about. You don't always win. Some other other people's gonna win. And this year, somebody else is gonna win. All right. 
No, it was just simple. You asked you the question, just say no. It wasn't a failure. You don't have to say another word after that. If you answered the question that was asked, you don't have to elaborate on the answer, right? He doesn't, but uh, obviously he knows that media very well. And uh, Eric, 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 the Greek freak, Eric of course, is answering, but he's, uh, asking the same question. Yeah. Uh, well, look, I mean, uh, failure is a strong word, but if you're the top overall seed with the best record in the league then and you lose in the first round, you know, it's disappointing for sure. And but it is sports. I will agree with Giannis on that. That uh, you know, it, it, you played on the court, you played on the field, and uh, Jimmy Butler and the Heat were better uh, than the Milwaukee Bucks over five games, and it wasn't even a long series. I mean, they won four of the five basketball games. Uh, so obviously, the regular season is what it is. The playoffs are what they are, and the Heat were ready to go, and the Bucks were not. So you know, failure or whatever adjective you want to put on the season, it was disappointing for the Milwaukee Bucks. And credit to the Heat for being uh, the better team and having the best player on the floor. I don't want to buck him off. I mean, he just, it's just, if you answer the question, then you can go on to the next question. I, I will say I didn't have a problem with his answer, though, if he right. did want to answer it. I mean, it's that's yeah. his, his opinion. And I do think that in sports, you, it, it's. This guy just won the championship two years ago, right? Yep. I, don't, I don't have a problem with his answer, but I also don't have a problem with the question. And it's well, easy. I never had a problem with the question. I just answered the question. He did. I you mean, know? he went. Well, away. no, he elaborated on all the stuff. Yeah, just, I mean, it was a pretty simple question. His analogy is. Is I, I don't with him talking about the the reporter's job. I think it's a little bit different. Well, he also said to him, "Listen, I don't want to make this personal." Did, I hope everybody heard that in between all the in between stuff. He said, "I don't want to make this." Personal. Well, he wasn't like calling him out or anything, but he yeah. he was like you know making an analogy with you could do that with any job, but I don't think it's the same thing. Uh, well, I see where you're trying to correlate the two, but mm-hmm. um, you know, he, he, I think Giannis is uh, trying to be way too practical, and as you said, he probably expanded sure. too far. Uh, and he's cut from a different cloth, this Giannis. He is an uh, uh, interesting guy and a very cerebral person, I think is a good way to put it. And here's a texture that says, my guess is Michael Jordan considers those nine seasons a failure, uh, and possibly, uh, but at the same time, you know, he, he's accurate when he says Michael Jordan won six championships, but nine years he didn't win the championship, that uh, Milwaukee will be back again next year. So that's how that ended last night. Take your thoughts on it, Buck-Ons and Buck-Offs, as we crank this thing up on a Thursday. But uh, Buck-On is to Jimmy Butler. 98 points in the last two games. 98. I mean, carrying his team just, uh, I mean, what a what a performance. I mean, it's an all-timer to, to pull the upset, but also play have that individual uh, greatness over back-to-back games. And we said that when they when they stole game four. Remember the Heat were up twelve points with six minutes to play. Excuse me, the Bucks were up twelve with six to play in Game Four in Miami, and could have closed that out and uh, come back to Milwaukee in two two. Instead, they go down three one, and you know you left your chin open. I mean, you left it open to if, if another if a guy goes crazy again like he did, your season's over. And uh, that's how sports go. <laughs> that's just what it is. The, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. But dude is on a heater right now. He is uh, for the Heat. I mean, he is on a real heater. He's hard to stop, and that's missing their second leading scorer in Tyler Hero. Yeah, and he's making up for all that. I mean, yeah. Tyler Hero might have been their leading scorer actually for the year. Yeah. Well, and uh, obviously, again, I mean, it's playoff regular season doesn't matter. You just got to make the tournament. We know that in every sport. If you can get in, then it's uh, the real season. And uh, this team doesn't look too different from the Miami Heat team that went to the finals. What was that? Three years ago now. Yeah. For sure. I mean, uh, they, they're the East is wide open. I mean, now that the top seeds out, the Knicks, the Heat, the uh, obviously the Boston Celtics are in this conversation. They let one get away the other night. Um, you know, this this Eastern Conference, Philadelphia, your 76ers, Buck. 
They've just been waiting. They've been resting. They're waiting on uh, the Celtics. They need to get their guy healthy. That is for sure. This says, guys, Giannis is humbled. Buck on to him. All right. That's your opinion. We appreciate that. 337-3776 is how you uh, can hit us up with those buck-ons and buck-offs on a Thursday every single week. Uh, we'll get into some college football as well coming up in addition to the NFL draft. Steve Sarkeesian at the Touchdown Club of Houston yesterday. More clarity on this Deion Sanders situation. How about Deion, by the way? Basically cutting players, Buck. Just telling them to get gone. Oh, yeah, there's no there's no doubt about that. I mean, is, it's is that either, a buck on? I mean, is it, it's is either going to work or it's not going to work. Like I said, I'd rather be challenged than threatened. And I just felt right from the get go that first meeting was a threatening meeting. It wasn't a challenge. I challenged you guys, let's go, let's do this. Nothing was like, let's do this together. It was like, I'm going to bring in a whole new group. Y'all need to go pack up. That just. Yeah, well, and Dion's adamant that his. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's that's very, just his way. And that's it's a very corporate way. I mean, he's going about it. I mean, because the reports out of theathletic.com yesterday, Bruce Feldman and others, that. Some of the players who were cut, released, I mean, told to go on after the spring game and never even met the coach. He doesn't even know their name. He, 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 I mean, he came in with a plan. And, and he uh, refused to give them practice film up until today. Where well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he chose a way he was going to do it. The university chose to, him as their head coach. It'll either work or it won't work. When they, when they roll out there with that high school team, in the fall, well, it's un, it's unique to college football. I don't it think is. we've ever seen this before. Uh, it is a very corporate m- mindset. It is, um, you're you're. You well, once know. again, it's just like nil. If you're allowed to do it, do it to the best of your abilities. And Dion figures this is the best of his abilities. But it's not wrong to criticize him if yeah. he's coming in and not even getting to know players. I mean, yes, they were one and eleven, right? So, and as you were saying yesterday, what the, what they may only win four games this year, but if they win four games this year. That's going to be three more than they won last year. But the argument can be made that you know what. Um, well, I'm going with the under in that, too, by the way. Well, we'll see. Dion believes he's got guys lined up that are going to come in that are better than those guys. But if you don't even get to know the players, I mean, to your point of challenge, yeah. I mean, you, there, there could have been some players on this roster that you wanted to embrace and needed to embrace and um, could have helped you and could have you know, flourished within your program, within the, you know, the coaching that's coming. But same time, Dion took the other approach and just soon start all over uh, with 64 of the 84 scholarship players now gone. Uh, and new players coming in. So we'll see what that roster looks like. It's Dion's way. We'll certainly take it. This is what Buck Off Thursday is all about. You can agree and think it's a very uh, cold but corporate way of going about college football, which is now a big business. It always has been, but more than ever before with the transfer portal and NIL. And um, Yeah, I would prefer to, I mean, a lot of coaches and a lot of coaches, I would think most coaches would prefer to get to know somebody, give them some kind of opportunity, and then send them packing. Yeah, they're... But if you're not meeting guys, if seriously, if you're really not meeting them, I don't know. I'm not there. I mean, if this is the way it went, then I, I just think that's 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 a weird way to do business, whether it's athletics or any other way. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of corporate. It's cold. It's corporate raider type, right? Coming in and you know the 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 the, the, cor- the hostile takeover, and then you know strip it and sell it for profit, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, he's trying to build it. Right, it's up it's, to that university if they knew that's what it was what was going down. I mean. It's like he's blaming all those players for going one and eleven. It wasn't all you know, each player wasn't their fault. I mean, they had poor coach. There's a reason their coaching changes made. I mean, it's uh, at the same time. I mean, their starting running back took left, but that dude rushed for three hundred some yards. That was his. That was his total for the year. Sure, I and mean, they won one game. They weren't a good football yeah, team. They just weren't a good game. No. And but uh, to, you know, for a head coach to come in, it's just so unique to college football and athletics. It's it's against the spirit of what we talk about. I mean, for Dion not even to meet some guys over the course he's been there for. Five months, six months. Uh, you can meet the team. You can meet the players. <laughs> I get that position coaches are the ones that deal with the players on a day-by-day basis. But I guess I'd rather challenge people than to threaten them. It just seemed like more of a threat. 
but that's his way. Or more of a giving you no chance. Like, you have no opportunity to be on this team. We're moving on. We're starting over. We're, we're ripping this Band-Aid, and you guys are gone. Uh, good luck to you, <laughs> and here's some, film, here's some practice film you can use, but we're going to bring in better players than you. But and, as I said, they will attack him. They will attack that, that, that team, that football team. And if they do win four games, that's if they do. I don't think they'll win four, but teams like USC, believe me, Lincoln Riley will not be cutting them a, a break when he walks out on that field against that team. Or TCU in week one with Sonny oh, Dykes. Oh, no. Um, if he's got the ability to do it, there won't be any cutting Dion's team a break because he's new to you know head coaching at that level. Uh-uh. They will try to pound that group into the ground. Says Colorado went 1-11 last year. God awful. Dion knows what he's doing. Flipping the roster was a – He's flipping a roster that was atrocious. That's true. But you could still do it with a little more um, you know, empathy and compassion than that. But, you know, again, that's Dion doing it his way. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's not wrong to be – you can agree with Dion's way or you can criticize it. Those are those are both fair opinions in my opinion. But So that's where we do on a buck off Thursday. Uh, speaking of the big business of college athletics, uh, Steve Sarkeesian revealed yesterday Arch Manning has uh, no NIL deals and won't until something happens. We'll tell you what that's all about down at the, the Touchdown Club of Houston. Your thoughts on the NFL draft tonight? Where does Bijan go? What are the Cowboys going to do? And for your favorite team, who are they taking or should they take with their first-round draft pick tonight? It's b on the Horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. A lot of opinions coming in on this Deion Sanders story. We'll get you more clarity on that. Also, watch the entire 18-minute introductory press conference of Aaron Rodgers as the new quarterback of the New York Jets. But he came off pretty well. Looks like he's ready to go. Excited to be with uh, the New York football Jets. And did indicate that um, he only wants to focus on this year, but uh, certainly things go well. He plans to be there for a while. Uh, so we'll hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up. Also talking about the stunning upset in the NBA last night. Heat passed the Bucks. Warriors, the big win on the road in Sacramento last night. Grizzlies and Lakers are going back to L.A. And the Knicks. Sure, we'll hear from Sal in New York this morning on our Blitz. The, Knick the Knickerbockers. Knick are, the Knicks are into the second round. It's been a bit for them, right? Well, certainly okay. has. But uh, this is a Jalen Brunson-fueled team. Maverick fans having to watch Jalen Brunson into the second round. How's that feel for you there, T.Y.? We got Kyrie maybe for next year. I, I don't know. I feel it doesn't feel very good. But I, I like I said in the past few days, I haven't been watching as much of the NBA playoffs just because it's hard for me not not having my Mavericks and Luca there and to be fully committed. Uh, I would say quick buck on before we get back to the Dion conversation. But did you uh, can you get buck on to the Astros? They won again last night, beat the Rays. Uh, Rays had hit fifty home runs and they held them to zero home runs in three games and they shut them out last night. Here's the buck on though, Hunter Brown. Combined with two relievers on a, on a two-hitter, this guy is the replacement, essentially, for Justin Verlander right. in that rotation. The Astros, you know, why have they been good? Obviously, they have core great players, but every year they have a rookie that comes in. And, you know, in the, since 2017, they've either had the rookie of the year or a player who finished in the top three in voting for the rookie of the year every year. And Hunter Brown is going to be that guy this year. And he pitched an absolute gem against the best lineup in baseball last night. Um, impressive. Just dominant stuff. Which was again against that lineup, who's just been slugging, especially at home, just bombing everybody uh, to shut them down like that. And Luis Garcia did it the night before. Uh, it's uh, it's fun to watch. So Astros get up, get their uh, early season going. Uh, Rangers just got punched in the nose over and over again in Cincinnati. That was tough. Those were they could have you know swept that series, and they end up getting swept because they couldn't pitch in the eighth and ninth innings of that series in Cincinnati. So they'll be happy to get the heck out of there. Uh, so we'll take your buck-ons and buck-offs. Now here's the thing on the uh, the Deion Sanders story, Buck. 
So theathletic.com, David Ubbin has a great story on this, and it tells the story of because we know 64 of the 84 scholarship players are now gone. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's the another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Callous way and maybe even the classless way, according to some texters, that Dion is doing it. Here's the story of Travis Gray. Travis Gray is an offensive lineman. Uh, he's 6'8", 320. His father played at Colorado back in the 90s. It's always been his dream to play for the Buffaloes. So he was, you know, spring game's over. They play in the snow on Saturday. He's at Olive Garden on Sunday afternoon having dinner or eating some late, you know, early lunch, late, early dinner, late lunch, whatever. And he knows he's got an exit meeting with Coach Deion Sanders the next day at 3 o'clock. That's already been scheduled. His phone buzzes. It's his offensive line coach, Bill O'Boyle, and uh, alerting him that, hey, the, the, your meeting's been moved up to today, and it's in 30 minutes. So head to the facility. O'Boyle was waiting in the lobby of the team facility when uh, the youngster showed up. And uh, as they're walking in, he tells the athletic, uh, Travis Gray tells the athletic that uh, his offensive line coach says, hey, buddy, you're going to get cut today. I'm sorry to tell you this. I didn't want you to hear it from Coach Prime. I wanted you to hear it from my mouth. I didn't want to cut you, but we had to cut five offensive linemen, and you were the last one. No, I want to hear it from the head coach. How can people – you can't cut people in college, though. He's doing it. I mean, what, he's, he's sorry. What if he was like, no, I don't want to give up my scholarship and I, I want to stay here? Would he just make his life hell? You, probably. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, probably. I would say, yeah, they'll make it hell. They'll make it that you'll be standing on that sideline. You'll be doing drills and you'll never get in the game. You'll be warming up and you may not even warm up. You may not even suit up. Uh, I, Travis Gray said, I was like, oh, God. Uh, he told me you're, he said, you're six foot eight, you're 320 pounds. I know in my heart of hearts, a school is going to pick you up in the portal when you enter, make your weaknesses your strengths, and keep progressing. I hope you have a great future. It just won't be here at the University of Colorado. Again, father played there three, on the national championship team back in 1990. Yeah, and I always talk about those, those, those kind of connections you have if your father went to a school or. This is why you come to this school. You're taking that opportunity. You're taking that chance, and you're hoping somebody can help make you better. But obviously, I mean, I mean, when you don't get to talk to the head coach, that's the guy I want to talk to. If you're getting ready to send me packing, you know, that's the guy you want to get get in touch with. Your position coach meeting you in the hallway is not a way to exit. You know, some place that your father went to or that you spent your time at. That's that's not a good deal. So you 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 hardcores can say what you want to about. That's doing business. I, I I agree with it, but no, that's not the way you do business. You 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 need to be the guy to face the face the, the players and the young men. I mean, these guys are, are are coming to you. I mean, you're supposed to be a you're supposed to be a positive figure, but that's that's not a positive way to send somebody packing. Yeah. Well, and the as the offensive line coaches, in my reading of that, Dion was going to tell them. I mean, Coach Prime was going to tell him that you're getting cut, but the offensive line coach, you know, wanted to tell him himself. And that's just one example. I mean, according to The Athletic, most of the 23 Colorado players who entered the portal on Monday or Tuesday were told to do so. Uh, we're told to get in that portal and get on out, uh, including a safety named Jeremy Mack Jr., who was working with the first-team defense for much of the spring. He said, Coach Prime just told me up front, we have plans to go another way. You competed. You did everything we wanted you to do this spring. You fought. 
Uh, and that was my first meeting with Coach Prime since I've been here. And he was essentially, bring your playbook. So it's he a, hit pretty much you did a good job, but not, not but so get much. Gone. Get gone. But somebody's probably hurt, but and they'll be well by the time we get ready in is the he, fall. This, so is he planning on – so if, how many how many roster spots do you think are available right Dude, now? Dude, as I said, is this going to go on during the season? I mean, you know, you didn't play well today. Guess what? You need to pack your well, bags. you need backups. I, 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 I know. And, and they, they've got a way. I mean, he's got he's got a way of doing this. That university chose him to be their head coach. That's that's on them. That's not on. That's well, he's also never done this at this level before. So correct. Is, is there not? Uh, there has to be some concern that this could end terribly. But once again, that's the university. That's the guy who hired him. His problem. That's not our problem. Is but it's I, not wrong to criticize Dion. Well, for, no, for I'm not doing I, it this way. I, mean, I am criticizing this, him. I'm just saying. I'm but, not saying you have to. I'm just saying you can't just say, "Well, it's just the school's fault." Well, the school has chosen this coach, but this coach is doing it unlike any other coach. I mean, you say it all the time when you were recruiting players. You said, "Would you? Would you? Would you? If you didn't have a scholarship, would you, you let your parents pay their own money to come here?" And if they say yes, well, that's the school I want to play. Well, these kids aren't even getting a chance to argue for that. That's themselves. absolutely yeah, right. But if it was any other coach, this would be frowned upon. Like for sure, big time. That's exactly right. No other coach could get away with this. Uh, cutting players. I mean, just, yes, they won one game last year, uh, and yes, it's more corporate than it's ever been. And NIL and the portal are a thing, but this has never been in the spirit of college athletics or college sports, where you just cut people. Uh, yes, we went one and eleven, but it's like you don't even get a chance to to earn a spot and to prove it. And get you know, in the spring. I mean, it's almost like with with Dion how quickly this is happening. He didn't give any of these. He said, we well, I mean, it's just true. Like I said before, it's truly simple to me. I, I, I want you to come and challenge me. Don't threaten me. This yeah. is, these are threat. This is, well, this is more than a threat. This is elimination. Well, don't, hey, don't you think that these conversations should have happened before the spring to give the players an opportunity to get into the portal? And, I would think. Like it's, it, oh, dude, it this seems... has been happening through the spring. These guys have been up these guys' rear ends all during spring about you're going to be gone. You're not good. They've been already telling these kids. I mean, they, I don't they're think, not well, good enough. That's not my read of that because well, a lot of these kids were stunned. They thought they competed, They were going to have their exit meeting, work on this, work on that, like like it's usual. And a lot of those kids left going, really? Uh, well, I, they didn't have a chance. Right. But they just, well, were they just fillers? I know. Like for well, the spring? Well, and that's Dion's. We played the sound yesterday. We probably still have it where Dion was asked in the post game right after the spring game about the roster. And he basically looked at him and said, you know, this isn't the team we're going to Texas with. This isn't. Most of these, we're going to change it out. But again, that's that's a, a very cold and callous way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not illegal. There's nothing against the rules for doing what he's doing. I don't think. Uh, but boy, there's a there's a human element to this that uh, doesn't seem to be taken into account. Yes, they won one game last year, but to you say you you say challenge them. I mean, you got a six eight, three hundred and twenty pound lineman. Work with the guy. Coach the guy. Develop a player. Uh, now you don't have to develop all of them, but to simply say. 90% of your roster is not good enough to get out of here. Uh, that is. That's not challenging to me. Um, That's threatening to me. That's more of, of, of threatening that you're going. But it's not threatening. He's, he's making, he's making those, not only those, he's carrying out those threats of you're not good enough. I think, look, I, we always come back to Texas. Steve Sarkeesian, there's a bunch of guys here when he got here that he would like to tell him to get gone, right? There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of coaches that like to do that. Like to do here. that. Yeah. yeah, you can. But yeah. in this town or here, he would have been. Criticized up and down. If Steve Sarkeesian came in and was just cutting half the roster or more than half the roster, uh, but you weather the five and seven season, you you kind of weed it out and discover. But guess what? Sark probably found some guys that he thought he maybe wouldn't like that he liked, and they are part of this thing now. Absolutely, that's called that's that making a guy a competitor. Let him go and change your mind. I mean, letting him change your mind on how yeah, he's going. It. Yeah, 
it's just year one. You got a five year contract, but you know, obviously, he wants the the quick fix, and the, you, you got guys. And well, the other part of this is now he's whether whether you can prove it or not, he's recruiting players who are under scholarship with other teams. You know, the, we told you about the kid at Houston yesterday, Alton McCaskill, the leading rusher, or the you know going to be the engine of the Houston Cougars offense. Dana Holgerson had his exit meeting with the player. Everything was good, and the next thing you know, he's in the portal. You don't think somebody from Colorado got in his DMs and, you know, was was offering? I can't prove that, but if you have an exit meeting with the coach and the coach says, man, we had a great meeting, everything was good going into the summer, he's going to be our feature running back next year. Next thing you know, he's in the portal, and uh, all signs point to him going to Colorado. Something's up, and if Dion's cutting two-thirds of his roster. Oh, no, he's got to find players. Yeah, he's got to go get guys, which means you're recruiting. And you're doing that, uh, you know. No, you got to get players. They're, they're, they won't be able to fill the team. He's going to get in trouble for, for like, tampering. Sure. Right? Like, it, it, there's that, no way that they didn't contact that Houston running back before he was in the portal being like, hey, you know, if you get in the portal, we got a starting spot for well, you. Well, and there's here. ways to do that and plausible deniability under, you know, behind the scenes. Not hey, that, hit, yeah, hit. not that other teams aren't doing that. But. Sure, but at the same time. Uh, here's Dion. This is the sound we played yesterday, but the Bears playing again based on this conversation. This was Dion on Saturday, right after the spring game, when we all saw it. They didn't look like a very good team, and here was Dion's uh, pretty glib answer. The team that we're playing with now is not the team that we're going to play with in Texas the first game. Do I need to say any more? <laughs> It's not going to be that. So, and then he goes about. And it's not going to uh, be the same players. Well, then not, he goes about telling twenty or twenty-five players to go ahead and get out and cut them. I mean, essentially cut them. And you, you were a part of college athletics a long time, Buck. There was never the idea to cut a player. No, who was on scholarship. I know there. Well, renewable. I mean, like I said, and I remember I went back yesterday and said, back in the old days, you find ways to get a player gone, but that stuff stopped a long, long time ago. It I really, it. it really yeah, I did. Mean, we know it's a more. Business-like corporate structure and the NILs and portal. But again, I, I think of the young guy whose dad played there, and that's all where he wanted to play, and he wasn't even really given an opportunity to play there because they want to go out and uh, bring in their own people. It's, you know, world's not fair, life's not fair, I get that. But um, what, if, what if school was number what, one for you, and you were, you, you were on a football scholarship there, but you really, you know you're not going to the NFL and you're trying to get your degree. Sure. You have a girlfriend or, yeah, you, like, do you, you just lose your scholarship or can you stay there? And you can still, stay. You're not to pay for your own, it seems like. But, yeah, that's kind of the point. There's a human element to it. This kid wanted to get a Colorado degree. He, who knows how far he is into that degree plan. Uh, you know, now he's having to, to transfer when he didn't really want to transfer. That's, that's a new deal. Right? Dude, I, I, I just don't have the sense of I, – I, I have the sense of you wanting, you know – because of who you are, you're hoping great players will come with you. But are the rest of your coaches? I mean, did that offensive line coach work really, really hard to make that kid better? Yeah. Or did he just did that kid? The writing was already on the wall. You were gone. You were just one of the guys who were going to be gone. We've seen enough film of you from your one in eleven year. Uh, we're going to replace you. I mean, how hard am I going to work as a coach to make you better when I know a number of you through my head coach are going to be out of here? He's already made evaluations on you from whatever. I I just don't I don't feel that. You know, you know, I know. You know, we know a couple of guys. We know a guy on his staff that's a a fantastic football coach. But Tim Brewster. Yeah, I mean, how hard how hard would you work, E? If you already, it's already been determined that five guys right there. Yeah. Are you going to work? Are Look, you really it, working it, hard to make them better? You didn't walk into the head coach and say, "No, coach, this guy is not going." He has gotten so much better this spring. But and, that's and, that's like I said, they hired a guy. He's going to do it his way. I mean, I don't, 
I don't like the way. I, I mean, I just don't think that's how you deal with people. I don't think that's how you deal with people in any walk of life. You get, I, and plus, I want to see the boss. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want the position coach well, to they, say you're. Go, I mean, I know you're on your way, but he met with Dion on the way out. But the coach told him ahead of time, essentially, that just nah. just you know you know what's coming. Uh, yeah, right. Dion signed an autograph for him on the way out. Exactly, so. Coach Prime, Coach Prime. We will come back and that take will, your thoughts. That, it's gonna. It's not going to work the first year. That's going to backfire. This well, stuff. he's not doing it for the just the first year, obviously. I know, but I don't think. It, I think it's short sighted. Anyhow, I think it's there. I mean, you, I just don't think you do people that way. I mean, the, the, you know, the, the youngsters can make decisions like that where, man, I, I'm going to jump in the portal because I got yelled at at practice today. There are players on that roster who wanted to go to Colorado and wanted to graduate from Colorado and were given a scholarship to play at Colorado. They that were is, hoping that you made them better. Yes. They were hoping hiring Coach Prime was going to be the best thing ever. And now all of a sudden they're told, no, no, get out. Go find a new place. We don't want you here. That is... That's brand new, y'all. That's brand new uh, to uh, to college athletics, and maybe it's just the way it's, it's, it's the way it's going. I hope not. But no, this um, dude, this stuff's going to backfire. It's not. This is not going going to go in a positive direction. Well, well, it'll be a story regardless. Uh, all right, we'll talk about it with you. We'll talk about Steve Sarkeesian. Speaking of NIL deals, he says Arch Manning, his uh, freshman quarterback, doesn't have any and won't have any until he becomes a starting quarterback. With your details on that coming up. Also, uh, more B&E facts of the day. The great heat comeback last night and uh, stunning series win. It's Bucky and Aaron. NFL Draft tonight. Our coverage goes live at 6 o'clock right here on the Horn. It'll be provided by the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, so you'll get all the coverage, all the picks, with Roger Goodell at the podium in Kansas City, but uh, then the analysis will come from Cowboy experts, obviously a little Cowboy lean and how it affects them and what the Cowboys do at pick 26. That'll be live here on the Horn. Of course, uh, the Horn personalities, yours truly included, will be fanned out all over Central Texas at the local area Pluckers locations. I will be at the Oak Hill location at the Y Great spot. Looking forward to it tonight with the guest general managers on the clock. Specials when we get picks right. It's always a very fun and collaborative night and meet a lot of cool people. Ty will be at the research location, and you can find a full list of where we will be and who will be where. I know Harz is the link location. Rod's on South Lamar. So uh, we're everywhere tonight at the Pluckers locations having our annual draft watch fun. I missed it last year because I was at the draft in Vegas, Ty, but I'm looking forward to getting back to it. I was so, I'm so excited. I got pluckers last night too. Ooh, so double dipping. I'm going back to back. Double dipping. The back to back cheesesteaks. What's the weather like in Kansas City? I'll look that up. I got to believe that it's up. cool. Uh, Relatively it's, cool. I, I will check. But uh, here's a text buck on this uh, Deion Sanders conversation that says uh, if. And those scholarships are one year scholarships, they're not four year well, scholarships. Says, you get a scholarship. No, it's not guaranteed no, for four not, years. No, they're one-year rollover scholarships. They roll over. And that's in every sport, by the way. Yes. Uh, it says if you're not good enough for your job in the real world, you get fired. Well, look, these are not jobs. I know people like to blur the line. I've argued for, for name, image, and likeness forever, but these are not employees of these universities. They do not work right. for the school. The school does not pay them. Uh, they now have the ability to make some money on the side if they can mm-hmm. use their name, image, and likeness to do so, but it doesn't come through the school. All the tough guys again. Yeah. Uh, this isn't a job, uh, and, and all I would say is, if you know you're one of these these youngsters' parents, would you be happy with Deion Sanders? That you basically your kid got cut? I know life ain't fair. I mean, I've told my kids that many, many times. But there's fair, and then there's a, a classy way to do things. I like to have an opportunity to get better. Yeah. Do I get an opportunity to get better? I'm, I'm assuming a lot of these kids were pretty excited when Dion was hired, and oh man, we're gonna get some better coaching now. Uh, I came to Colorado because I love this school and I want to get a degree here. But man, this is gonna be fun. 
and essentially to get the cold shoulder. Because if you read the whole athletic story that was written yesterday by Barry, by uh, David Ubbin, I mean, he talked to a lot of former players who were moving on, all tell the same story, that the, the players who were already on the roster when Dion got here were treated differently than the ones that were brought in. They had the eight Jackson State transfers, sure. including his own son, and that they were treated completely differently. They, got, they didn't get a fair shake with it. Uh, and that's okay. I mean, if you agree with that cold way of doing it, then that's that's fine. It's your your right to have that opinion. Absolutely. I just think it is. Uh, I'm not a fan. I'll say that I'm not a fan. I don't know how high schools are. But I never coached high school football, so I wouldn't know. People keep asking about high school. Do you get cut at these high schools, big time? No. Okay, you're, everybody's allowed for I, a tryout. I, I, if, you, if you're good, if you're not, I mean, a certain age. Freshmen, they have freshman teams. They have sophomore teams. There's, correct. There's, still? there's an A and B. So at least at Westlake, I, most like six A, five A, four A programs have a freshman A and B, and then a JV A. Because some freshmen can make it to a varsity yeah. level if they're good enough. And that, well, yeah, it's you don't. Jaden Greathouse is the only example of that I've seen in, in sure. the local area. Um, but How many yeah, freshmen but are playing varsity a of, football? A lot of yeah. people only play varsity football their senior year. And 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 I've seen personally on teams I played with, uh, there was a kid that was the most unathletic, worst player. But he was allowed to try out. Oh, and he he went to practice every, showed up sure. to every practice, every lift, tried as hard as he could, and the coaches, I mean, gave him opportunities to play when you know we were up a lot, and he never quit. And it's I, good for him. Yeah. Well, again, I think I, I will remember when Steve Sarkeesian got here at Texas, and not that he's done everything right, but you know, somebody asked a question about you know. Are these your guys? And Sark was like, no, no, I'm the coach at the University of Texas. These are my players. I may not have recruited them, but these are my players. Correct. I'm the coach at UT, and that's what we have. And we'll do it a little. A lot of them move on after year one, sure. Uh, but there's still guys here that were here when were he here. showed up. Absolutely. Uh, and, and again, when you know Sark got here, they had been a pretty good team. They weren't great. Colorado was 1-11, and that will always be the argument. Well, they, were, they won one game. They're no good. Okay, well. Hey, look, the New York Knicks have won a playoff series for the first time in 10 They're years. They're no good. They're no good. First time in 10 years. We'll get the update on that. And the Miami Heat have surged into the second round. What a shot at the end of regulation by my, by Jimmy Butler last night. He were down 16, headed into the fourth quarter, and won the ball game. Largest comeback entering a fourth quarter in a series-clinching win in NBA series history. We'll hear from Jimmy Buckets coming up. Also, uh, Steve Sarkeesian talking Texas football. The draft tonight. When your team is on the clock, who do you want them to select? Let us know ahead of it. We'll uh, count down the hours together. About, uh, what, 12 hours? 12 hours. Carolina being on the clock with the first pick overall. Houston to follow. It's B&E on the horn.